fucking quarterback to ever live. He may win a Heisman, he may fuck your mom. That's Will Levis, baby. Get fucked. Well, he lost the football on the contact. And Ole Miss has it. Will Levis, Will, Will Levis may get a zillion yards on this dog shit defense you have. And it out of the air. It's a free ball. Jared Ivey knocked it out for Ole Miss. Hottie toddy my nutsack after this weekend. What's up, guys? Welcome into Joe Pat on the Bets. This is your host, Joe Pat, with co-host Ryan V. Shalom. And, uh, yeah, that's a pretty rough take for a Kentucky fan. I didn't know you were actually recording right now. Oh, yeah. We're in there. Yeah, you can turn that back down now. All right. So, we don't have a whole lot to say about that soundbite other than, I mean... Other than get fucked can, yourself, kid. I can live with... That one's not as bad to me as, uh... A&M, Aggie, Yale crew. Also, I don't know if y'all have ever watched any of those videos. Yeah, they need to stop that tradition. They make some odd motions while they're talking this shit. It's weird. I don't think they need to stop the tradition. Because traditions are tradition for a reason. It's a gay tradition. Hey. It's no worse than touching a fucking rock on your way into a stadium. But that's just me. Alright. Yeah, superstitious people. Stupid. We got 10 games for you today. We did lose on Wednesday. SMU uh, kind of ate the bag on us. Yeah, man, they really shit the bed. Also, I had a lot more faith I had in them a, than that. Uh, I, I've already told Mike this. I had a pretty, pretty serious blunder on this game. I completely forgot about the article I read that showed uh, about 13 SMU players calling it quits for the rest of the season so they can transfer and have all their eligibility. For this year, next year, Those that's on me. Assholes. But either way, I like to uh, go four and one on the first half on Wednesday's show. That'd be nice. All right. First up today, we have Auburn versus Georgia, and this game is a twenty-seven and a half point spread live. I'm it the one that's supposed that, to look at this stuff live. Come on, man. What's my job? It well, I just have what I expected it to get to by today. Uh. Because it opened at 24, and it got all the way up to 29.5, and, and it's dropped back down to 28.5. The expectation was for it to get to 30. Uh, and the model has it about 31. So, I mean, I really wouldn't touch this game. Or... Georgia can absolutely beat Auburn 77-0, to zero, but they played like shit the last two weeks. Yeah, they have. But that also shows you that neither Vegas or the model gives a damn what Georgia's played like the last two weeks. They know they're still the better team. And when they shit the bed for the third week in a row, I don't want to be on the hook for it. But here's the problem that I have. Georgia's favored by 31, or 28, 29, whatever you want to look at. We'll call it 30. Favored by 30 against Auburn. LSU was favored by 8 against Auburn. So there's a 22-point difference there. LSU, or Tennessee is favored by 3 against LSU. 25-point difference. So that tells me that Vegas would have Georgia as a 25-point favorite over Tennessee right now. I don't see the difference that big. I see it as being incorrect. I see it tighter than that. 
So you're saying Auburn covers what you want to pick here? No, 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 no. I was just pointing out the... Uh, That'd be the only logical thing to pick in this game. Well, according to the model, it would be to take Georgia. And at 28 and a half, if it gets any lower, we're getting dangerously close to Faithful making listeners, a play from the model. Be educated yourselves. Georgia has shit the bed the last two weeks. Do you really think they're just going to go this week and not shit the bed? I mean, last week was Missouri. Missouri this is worse than Auburn. Again. They shit the bed. This is it's all. This is also at home, and not a night game, on the road. Believe what you want to believe, faithful listeners. It's your money. Do what you want with it. All I know is national media syndicates have all said that Kirby is not lying when he comes on there after the game and says it is tough to win on the road in the SEC, and even more so at night. Especially if the crowd can get into a game, you start slow and it's thirteen nothing. You got a long hill to climb when the crowds into a game like that. Another another thing that everyone should know, whenever Jordan bets on Georgia, they always play like shit. Yeah. And it's I, and I don't even take it on the show. I take it off the off the show. So lucky for y'all, I'll keep you out of that crap, but Yeah, the model likes Georgia to cover, as does pretty much most of the national media syndicate because three poor performances in a row you can't have another one. And I don't think they're going to. I think... Uh, Are you putting a single penny on this game, Jordan? Me, no. no okay, no. then it's alright if you guys do. Uh, yeah, if this line gets to 27 and a half... It's 27 and a half right now. It's 28 and a half right now. It's 27 and a half right Why now. Why does it say 28 and a half? What the hell? Okay, if you can get it at 27 and a half, take it. That's, that hook point's important. 28, don't touch it. We don't want to push. Um, I don't know if Auburn can score in this game. They will. with how bad Georgia's played. Cause, uh, it's not like they got a quarterback worth the fuck. Look at what Mizzou did. They could score. Mizzou has two five-star receivers. Auburn had receivers. a great first half last week. Mizzou has two five-star receivers, a five-star quarterback, and a head coach that knows how to play football. Auburn has a head coach that's on the way out the door. A quarterback that's trash, and no good receivers. The elements that were there for Mizzou are not there for Auburn. I love how passionate you get when I shit talk Georgia. I'm this passionate about any game. I've been this passionate for Tennessee this year, and I'm not a Tennessee fan. I hate Tennessee. So you can try to call me out all you want to, but everybody Mm. knows. I just know what I'm talking about. Hmm. Moving on. What's our next game? Ohio State versus Michigan State. Oh, also, the Georgia game's at 3.30. This game is at 4. And Ohio State, I believe, is a 26.5-point favorite. 27. 27. Essentially the same thing. Okay. I like Ohio State to cover. Yeah. What's the model think? Well, I was about to tell you that you, me, and not the model agree. I don't agree with what the model says about this game. Michigan State by 17. No, it has Ohio State winning, but by 16. I <laughs> Look, if Minnesota, among other teams, let's see, Minnesota's a good football team. If Washington and Maryland are drumming you, you're not keeping Ohio State within 16, even at your house. On top of that, Ohio State is going to keep the starters in the, the entire game, no matter what the score is. Yeah. That's the type of team they are. They're going to put up points until the buzzer sounds after the fourth quarter. They're going to cover. So even with 
the model being a 10 point differential well, 11 point differential from the spread uh this is a model override in the fact that we are not touching this fucking game not touching I'm, not, I'm confident not touching. Ohio State would cover well I mean 27 still a lot of points against a big 10 football team fair but, enough I'm down to not waste money yeah I mean down to not make a donation to FanDuel if if the line were if the model had it even with Vegas or even just a one or two point difference, I'd not be different. But with it being ten point difference, I don't know. I mean, it had Alabama, Texas way closer than we thought it'd be, and that happened. It had Georgia, Missouri way closer than we thought it'd be, and that happened. So, and it had TCU beating Oklahoma, and that happened. So, I'm just gonna trust it. But I'm not gonna trust it enough to put my money on this game. I can tell you that right now. Next up, we have but if you. Faithful listeners want to make your own educated decisions, hop on the Patreon. You can see all the spreads from the model. See what it has to say. Next up, we have Ole Miss versus Vanderbilt. Four o'clock game. And this line has dropped from 18 to 17. Mm-hmm. And you think Ole Miss covers 17? I don't know about that, honestly. Vanderbilt's a good team. Uh, depends on if Vanderbilt can put up enough points. The old Miss defense is not strong. So if Swan can do something through the air, then I think they'll they'll be alright. Where they got one good wide receiver with Shepard yeah. on Vanderbilt's team. I mean they got some average receivers outside of that, but they've got Swan's only team. got five hundred and sixty seven yards this year. But he's got six tutties. That's no okay. picks. Kentucky has a bad offense and they kept it within three and should have won the game. They had two drives in the red zone. And fumbled both of them with under four minutes left. So, I mean, I'm drinking the juice at Ole Miss. They got a high-powered offense, but I don't think their defense is going to do that great. Depends on if Vanderbilt gets tired. If they haven't done their sprints, then uh, Miss is going to blow them out. Back to the motherfucking sprints. Yeah, I think do your cardio kids. I think Vanderbilt covers this game, even though the model has it even with Vegas. So, with the model being that, we're not touching it, but. SEC Mike, shout out to SEC Mike on Twitter. He has this as a seven-point game, which made me feel better about my picks. But as I stated, we are not taking this game officially. Next up is a game that, uh, yeah, kind of confused on, at least what Vegas has. And the model, to be honest. Miami versus North Carolina. Another uh, four o'clock game. Yeah, I'm quite interested in this one. Miami's a four-point favorite. Three and a half. Three and a half. Okay, well, finally it's starting to move. Kind of expected it to move a little bit faster than that. When I took North Carolina, it was uh, three and a half. That was on Wednesday, I think. So, North Carolina has the quarterback edge. They have the skill player edge. But Miami definitely has the defense edge. Even if they had a bad defense, they still have the defense edge. But Miami has a good defense. They're not they're nothing to fuck around with. They got a good pass rush and they can control a game. But at the end of the day, I don't think Miami can keep up with North Carolina. No, definitely not in scoring. Not a chance. Miami's got butterfingers even when it's dry out. Uh North Carolina dude. May, their quarterback, nineteen touchdowns and one pick. He's got sixteen hundred yards this year. Dude's just going off. He could honestly have a Heisman season. Uh, like you said, they have 
the skill position players, they're, they're better at every category. Every single one of them offensively. Defensively, UNC is not known for its prowess, so you are correct there. I'm not saying Miami can't score, but there's not a chance they could keep up with North Carolina. It, it's, it baffles me that they're not favored in this game, and let alone it's by three and a half points. Yeah, the model has Miami by six somehow, which is why I said I don't understand. Um, override. I'm, I'm overriding it in the fact that we're not touching it because Miami can win this football game. I just took North pass, Carolina to but, cover because I'm confident they can cover three and a half, but I'm confident North Carolina will win. I am too, but not confident enough to override what the model thinks. So, Next up, we have Clemson versus Boston College. 7.30 kickoff, and Clemson is 20.5-point favorite? Correct. The model has Clemson by 18. and uh, So by the book, we don't touch. Correct. But I think uh, I think we're going to get a BC cover here. Really, no. What makes you say that? I think uh, Zay Flowers is stepping up, making big plays when, he need them, when they need him. Jurkovic playing better football. And it's a road game, and it's a night game. Do you think Zay Flowers is stepping up just because he had the one good game last week? He's been playing all year. It's not like he just came in. He's been stepping up, though. It's more than one good game last week. Last week, there was only one game that he was in. Yeah. But uh, Clemson has shown that they can get bombed by some good receivers. So as long as Yerkovich just trusts them and throws it up, Zay will get it done. I hate to tell you this, but there's not a chance that the Boston College defense stops Clemson from scoring. They stop Louisville from scoring enough to win. And there's not a chance that Boston College stops Clemson from scoring if DJ plays the way he's played the last two weeks. But if he plays the way he's played the rest of his career, then there's a pretty good chance. So, even if DJ was to fumble every time he touched the ball, they could start just snapping it to Shipley directly, and he'll carry them to victory. You didn't believe in him before. I never we took NC State Will to Shipley. cover. Will Shipley carried him to victory. I never didn't believe in Will Shipley. But uh, DJ played a pretty damn good game that game, too. It wasn't just on the legs of Will Shipley. Uh, fair, fair. But yeah, with the night factor and the road factor being into play, and Clemson coming off of Wake Forest. Don't tell me you're going to override this into a Boston College cover. That wouldn't be an override. Three-point differential with the Boston College cover. 20.5 to 18.5? Well, 17.5, actually. Who's Ashley? I'm cutting that out. (laughs) So, yeah, we're taking Boston College to cover. And if we lose money a third time in a row on Clemson versus Boston College, or on Clemson games... Then Clemson is banned from this show. That's exactly where I was going. There will be no more Clemson talk on the show. Ever. Next up, we have BYU versus Notre Dame. And this is a best bet. 7.30. Notre Dame is favored by three, three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, this is a wrong team favorite. BYU is the better football team, and it's not exactly close. 
They're a physical football team. They've got a better quarterback. I mean, I don't know what else you want me to say. I shouldn't have to convince you that BYU should win this game. I don't care that it's in South Bend, Indiana at 730. Notre Dame has played four games total, and in half of them, they have looked like a team that shouldn't exist. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I mean, they look good against Ohio State, but week one, it's it's easy to look good against anybody. After that, they've looked pretty, pretty pitiful, except for beating North Carolina pretty good. But I mean, I I truly think Ohio State and North Carolina were the only games they played well, and they only won one of those games. I truly think there's some high school teams that can score on North Carolina. So, uh, yeah, like I said, we we're taking this game, BYU. With the points. So are you saying that North Carolina's defense is easier to score on than a single mom at Applebee's on half-price apps night? I don't know. Have you scored with a single mom on half-price app nights? I don't go to Applebee's. Well, then I guess it's harder to do that than it is to score on North Carolina. All right. Next up, we have Kansas State versus Iowa State. I wanted to be able to tweet that Iowa State was the wrong team favored three weeks in a row. But Vegas made sure that I couldn't do that. Uh, this is a, not an official play. Line's pretty much even. It's not even, but it's pretty close at three. So, not touching it. If I ever took anything on this game, it'd be a Kansas State cover. Uh, yeah, that's. Or maybe that's, just Kansas State on the money line at this point, because it is a one-point yeah. spread. This is a. Oh, is it down to one now? So yeah, it's one point spread. <laughs> she, uh, I mean, at that point, I would just take Kansas State to cover because you're gonna get better odds. But oh, at one point in time, this next game was thought to be the game of the year. Eight o'clock in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. You got Texas A&M versus Alabama. Yeah, that was before everyone found out that uh. Texas A&M paid a lot of money for a shitty recruiting class. So, I already told Mike last night, because he has the benefit of working with me, but uh, jump all over this Alabama line at 24. It's at 24 and a half now. Shop around, see if you can't find it at 24. But, uh, yeah, I really don't care what this gets to. I mean, this could get to 70, and I'd still take it. Max Johnson is out for the rest of the season at Texas A&M. Officially announced yesterday. Back in? Haynes King is back in. Look for A&M to not put up a single point for the rest of the season. Now, on the flip side, there's about an 80 to 85% chance that Jalen Milrow is a starter for this game. He's better than Tua. Tua's in the NFL. <laughs> Why did I say Tua? He's better than Bryce Young. Tua's on my mind. I'm sorry. His concussion is having ripple effects into my brain. So, the difference in play style with Milrow to Bryce Young with Milrow in, they're going to run the ball more, which typically leads to less points scored than throwing the ball more, which they would do with Bryce Young. At the same time, with this staple of running backs they have, along with Milrow's ability to run the ball, I don't think they're going to have any trouble ripping off 70-yard rushing touchdowns. So, yeah, uh, it's going to get ugly for Aggie Town. Uh, I feel bad for it, honestly. What are they going to say at Yelp practice? Oh, my Lord. Well, they're not going to do a yell practice because it's not a home game. They're lucky. They are lucky. Lucky some bitches. So the model has Bama at 26, but that is with Bryce Young and Max Johnson playing. 
neither of which are probably playing. One of which is definitely not playing. But yeah, we're hammering that Alabama line. I have this is a revenge game for Bama. They lost this game on the road last year. Jimbo's been talking that shit all off season. They're about to get embarrassed. Ta-ching. Next up, we have Florida State versus NC State. Eight o'clock. And NC State, I believe, is still a three and a half point favorite. Yup. I don't believe in this. So I saw an interesting stat earlier today. Jordan Travis is the only quarterback who has had zero turnover worthy plays. He has an interception, but it was a tip pass. Like his receiver dropped it and the receiver and it got picked off. The only only player in college football with zero turnover worthy plays. The Cincy State defense is real. Now, I do think Florida State can win this game. But at the same time, I also think NC State can win this game. They're both coming off of their first loss of the season. But, night game at NC State. Tell you what I don't think NC State can do, and that's run the ball against Florida State at all. Uh, I don't know why you think that. Florida State gives up 200 yards rushing a game. That's a lot of yards. Because I don't think the NC State rushing game is very good. Well, I mean, it's not great, but it's good enough. All you got to do is be efficient. Keep Florida State off the field. But and Florida State's not going to be as worried about their uh, homes being eviscerated. They've already gone home to see the damage. Yeah. So they're not going to be playing with butterfingers. Yeah, we saw the Florida teams don't care about Hurricane Ian anymore. UCF just splat whacked SMU. So rest in peace. You I mean you got a thirteenth-year senior and Devin Leary? Not really, but pretty much everybody on this defense has been there for ten years. It's hard not to go with the veterans, especially when the model has NC State by eight. They got their whole coaching staff playing on the field. I do think that Florida State could be in a wounded animal mode, but so could NC State. As I said, they both come off their first loss, both by 10 points. I don't really believe in this game. It's kind of a toss-up to me. I think both teams have the ability to win. Oh, I kind of want Florida State to win. Oh, I want Florida State to win, too. But the model has, model has NC State by seven, 8. Eight. Yeah, eight. Sheesh. All right. <sighs> I can't shit talk the model forever. Also, uh, Johnny Wilson, wide receiver for Florida State, is the uh, new PFF highest rated receiver in college football. Wow. Why? Because he's six foot six. Wow. Size is better <laughs> than everything. That's exactly why Darnell Washington is a high rating. Well, Darnell he can't Washington catch for shit. He doesn't have a drop this season. He can't catch for shit. He can catch better than your bitch ass can. Nope, I got hands like glue, fam. This just in, he does not have hands like glue. Throw me anything right now, I'll catch it. Alright. So, uh, yeah, NC State to cover. That is what the show is officially taking on this game. Because we got to go with the four and a half point differential. Especially at home. 
I personally think Florida State will win this game. But I got to go with what the Make your own says. educated decisions, viewers, listeners. Fresno whatever. State versus Boise State. Our last game of the day. A 9.45 kickoff over there on the West Coast. And Boise is a seven and a half point favorite. Yup. You think they cover that? I don't really know too much about Boise, to be honest. I've watched Fresno play, but what's the deal with Boise? Well, I know they got a great looking field, and I would love to go there. I can tell you right now, Fresno's one and three, and Boise is three and two. So everybody's going to be like, okay, Boise. Duh. Not duh. Fresno has lost to USC and Oregon State. Now, they they played hella games those times, too. Yeah. They've got an offense that can put up points when they're not playing a, ba- a good team. Boise has beat San Diego State, not a great team. Lost to UTEP, a decent team. And they've also played Oregon State. Okay, that's kind of wild. I didn't know that. Fresno lost to UConn last week by five points. Uh, this is true. Boise lost to Oregon State by 17, and Fresno Bluetooth lost to Oregon State by three. Bluetooth connected. I don't know if you could hear it telling us the Bluetooth connected and disconnected. I hope not, but that was Maybe wild. that's from your phone. Um, yeah, so the model has Boise by two and a half, not seven and a half. So... This That's is a cover. A, this is a bet, a Fresno State cover. So Fresno State plus the points. And yeah, that is all the games we have for you today. We look forward to speaking to you on Monday. All right, so is this have, the time for the plugs? I yeah, hope you guys have, have found plugs. the link tree on a Twitter page or anything they visited. Uh, so if you disagree with anything that we said on today's podcast, first of all, you're wrong. Second of all, let us know at Joe Pat on the Bets on Twitter and TikTok and at JoePatOnTheBets.com. That's the website. You can buy merch there. You can listen to all the podcasts there, too. Just click on uh, the podcast section or the Shop Now section. Flip-flop, whichever way you want to go. Um, yes, go find the Patreon so you can check out the model picks if you're really dedicated and uh, are really into sports betting. And I love you very much. We'll see you on Monday.